Hi, I'm Alice. Hi, I'm Justin. And you're listening to the Otterly Allison Podcast. Who knows what we'll talk about. It's Canadian Thanksgiving. And so I told Matt, I was like, since I ruined your Canadian Thanksgiving, you are formally invited <laughs> to an Oklahoma Thanksgiving. I'm sure like, yeah, I'm going to take you up on that. Your height will be a topic of conversation. <laughs> was he like sure or is he, he goes, like Are you serious i'm there <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious they call my brother uncle brian he was like will uncle be there i was like yep <laughs> who calls him uncle brian matt and pat willits the willits boys so i don't think of brian as an uncle well, he's fully gray so yeah but he's, he's got, got a it. young he's got young eyes so it mismatches, like his gray mismatches his face, in his my opinion. Yeah. He has a very childlike personality. How was your weekend? Oh, that was good. So, oh, you won. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, where were we? We were somewhere, and they were like, oh, no, I know we were at the porch. And they were like, their games don't start until two. We're like, uh, pretty sure they start at twelve, like every Saturday during football yeah. season. And uh, the manager had to come out and finally put everything up. And we thought we were gonna have Texas and Oklahoma in front of us, but they put it off to the side. So, where were you? A uh, local, local oh. uh, sports bar. Yeah, a I local you meant joint. Sport patio, and I was like, I mean, you control the TV. <laughs> it's called the Village Porch. Is the name of the oh, nice, place. Nice. Yeah. Yes, they won. They looked really good. So go. Horns down. Oh, but then what's the go sooners, right? Boomer sooner. Boomer sooners. So they won. They won. Okay. In Texas. Like they won away. Well, no, the OU Texas game is always played in Dallas at the ta- at the Texas State Fair. Every year. Neutral site. Okay, so that's what Brian was talking about last week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Go Sooners. Woo. Boomer Sooners. Yes. Boomer sounds old. I know. <laughs> I've been conditioned. It does, but it goes back to the oil boom days so. and the land uh, run. Okay. Old Jed and his, uh, no, yeah. that was Texas. What? Jed was in Texas, wasn't he? Jed? Beverly, Beverly oh, yeah. I don't remember where they were. I think he, someone from Tulsa came to him in Texas. Probably. Yes, and uh, yeah, and with a pot, yeah. Yeah, Tulsa was like the oil capital for a while. Then it all moved to Houston because of the ports and how it was easy to get in and out. The ocean, yeah. So, but Sooners is actually a term for a cheater. (laughs) So in the land run, when I was a kid in elementary school, every year in elementary school, we had a fake land run. (laughs) Where you had to dress up in like pioneer clothes. Oh my god! And make a stagecoach. So we use our little red radio flyer whack. <laughs> it like made it, and you had to do a land run. But the people who went before the time you were supposed to go were called the Sooners, and they were cheating. So I just asked GPT what a land run was. Um, previously unsettled lands were opened up for settlement and development. Common way to distribute land had been acquired by the government. Okay. So it's like free for all? Like you just go in and play the flag? Everyone is like at the same place 
And at a specific time, they, they whoever gets there first stakes their claim. And people who went before that time were called the Sooners because they were cheating and went too soon. Uh, before the, the firing of the cannon. Okay. The parcels were typically standard sizes of 160 acres. Can you imagine that now? Yeah. We did it literally on our playground at elementary school. And you would be running because you had a fake little family and your whole little family would have to run and like, you'd be like planning it out ahead of time. Yeah. Have your monster spray in your mommy bag. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I had never heard of this until now. Really? This is all news to me. Yeah. Really? Like I was familiar with like how the West was settled, mm -hmm. but I didn't realize this is how it was divvied up. So like uh, there's a familiar storyline of like someone's got land and the bank comes and says you haven't paid your whatever yeah. and they take it from them. Like I'm familiar with that storyline, but this yeah. is, yeah. this is crazy. Well, and so a lot of the tribes had their land taken away illegally back then too. And sure, so some yeah. of this was actually Indian land. And a lot of it's been given back to the tribes. Cause I used to work for Muscogee Creek Nation. And I'll, by the way, I have an echo for you. Oh, yep, let me turn it off. Um, but. Yeah, I can't. It's fine. The, um, what? I'm just, oh. <laughs> oh, no, I meant like I can hear myself. And yours. Now you're muted. Okay. So uh, I can I can't hear you, but I can't hear me either. So <laughs> but where the casinos are were actually their reservations and they have their own police department and everything. Like you the you don't call the like normal police, you call like for Muscogee Creek Nation, it was Light Horse. So you would call Light Horse. And they were the ones who did if we had unruly guests at the casino. So. I'm familiar from Reservation Dogs, the TV series. Yeah. They had their own the guy in the police car or whatever. And I just want to read, just because you brought it up, uh, and I want to be thorough. ChatGPT says, It's important to note that land runs were part of a broader pattern of Western expansion that often involved the displacement of Native American communities from their ancestral lands which is a controversial and often tragic aspect of cool. American history. So thank today you for calling is, it out. Today is Indigenous People Day. I didn't know that. Slash Columbus Day. But when you're in Oklahoma, it's Indigenous People Day. I did notice, because there's a school on our street, that mm -hmm. and I thought it was interesting. There was There is school today, and usually they took Columbus Day off. Yeah. Um, but and now I know it's Indigenous People's Day, too. Yes, it's both. Yeah, they switched to Indigenous People Day when I was in like middle school or high school, I think. Because it was still Columbus Day when I was little. Yeah, it was Columbus Day for me. I don't remember it ever switching. I was in Florida, though. They're the last to do everything. Them in Mississippi. We're the first to do weird stuff. <laughs> Oklahoma is? No, Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah. First for weird and last for... I don't know. Is, is weed legal there yet? In Oklahoma? Well, I was talking about Florida, Florida either, yeah. In Oklahoma, it's medicinal. Okay. Florida, I have no idea. I know they tried to pass recreational before I moved and it failed, which didn't surprise me. But... Okay. But it does surprise me because liquor stores up until three years ago couldn't sell cold alcohol. And they couldn't sell <laughs> cold alcohol. <laughs> or what did they call it? It was like 
paraphernalia. So you couldn't buy like a wine opener at the liquor store. Oh my gosh. Because you know, you're just gonna crack that bottle and drink it all the way. Oh my gosh, I don't know. The people who would do that are gonna do it anyways. I mean, right. they just got the wine opener in the car. But they just got cold cases at the liquor store. They sell strong beer in the grocery store now, meaning more than 3.2. Okay, and all right. Now, the liquor stores are open on Sundays afternoon. <laughs> it sounds like here, like we still have liquor and beer separate. Liquor, actually they're still closed on Sundays here. They are here too, and they close at seven here. 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. on Saturday. Every day. And then you have to wait till what time Monday morning to get your liquor? <laughs> I don't know. I've never had been like, they better open. <laughs> I need my liquor. <laughs> yeah. No, I've never. I, yeah. I, um, I should speak more respectfully. When I was worked at Walgreens, mm -hmm. um, I used to help out at different stores. And in Florida at the time, I don't think it's like this now, the liquor store was divided by a wall from the drugstore. Yeah. And you had a separate entrance into the liquor store and yeah. the drugstore. And I helped out. And I kid you not, the second that those doors opened, there oh, wow. were people in business suits and business attire who like came in, boom, 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 got their wow. stuff, put it in their purse, put it in their pocket and left. And I was like 17 years <laughs> old. And I'm watching this. I'm going, really? Like, this is a thing? Like, yeah. it was so like disheartening to me yeah. to, to realize that yeah i never we so when i worked at the casino they could only serve they couldn't start serving alcohol till like 10 a.m then they had to stop at two and then they couldn't sell alcohol from two to ten interesting yeah it was 10 or 11 i think it was 10 though yeah we finally got brunch on Sundays because it used to be if you're a restaurant you couldn't serve mm -hmm. alcohol until 12 and so finally they I think it's 10 now on Sundays here I love brunch I know you've got your own mimosa carafe stuff arrangement yeah. yes yeah. that's how I picture you now yeah. just like I have maybe in a radio flyer behind you you just wheel it there in there we go <laughs> I've got all my mimosa bar just <laughs> There was a place here, they're not open anymore. They were called Wild Wings, but it's not the Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. And they did a Bloody Mary bar. So the the, the bartender yeah. would put liquor in your glass and then you'd go over and put in whatever juices and olives and bacon and whatever you wanted in it. It was basically a breakfast for yeah. guy, people who drank too much the night before. Yeah, I don't do Bloody Marys, but there was a place in Tulsa that they were huge and then they had like a grilled cheese sandwich and a pickle and like all this stuff on top of the Bloody Mary. Ooh, that reminds me, how was your grilled cheese? Which one? You texted me a picture. Oh yeah, it was really good. Of your sourdough bread. Yes. And my grilled cheese. And David grilled this weekend because Mia was in town. And so he did grilled or smoked pork chops, Ooh. which were delicious, and chicken. And then I had fresh sourdough bread to go with it. You attempted to send me bubblies, but <laughs> I came across, I'm like, I have no They're idea what that is. Slow bubbles. <laughs> it was just the, the, what is that? The resolution wasn't great as it came over from okay. iPhone to Android, I guess. Or over the internet. I don't know. Yeah. It's not my fiber though. Mm -mm. Yeah, you, your connection last week was great. 
there was never an issue. I think you had blurriness, but that was your camera. Yeah, not, that was yeah. yeah. And you upgraded, obviously, because you got the new... Uh, I know. So my son is now obsessed with it because I showed him while we were FaceTiming. And so his favorite one is this one. He likes the rainstorm? He loves the rain. He thinks, and he loves the lasers. I like the lasers are my favorite. Yeah, he's always like, look. Oh, that's so much easier. I keep doing it like this. That's so oh. much easier. It's supposed to be like Rocky. Yeah. I did get his, so his birthday is November 5th. And every year, whatever his theme is, I get him a new shirt. So I got him. Ninja Turtles! It took me a second. Yeah. It's going to be five. He's half a decade. I know. He's a whole hand. A <laughs> whole hand. I love it. But he's, he had to get the blue one because he thinks the blue one is the leader. Is that, uh, that's Leonardo? Leonardo? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've had to relearn all of my turtles. Raphael, Leonardo, they're the... Donatello. Donatello. All the painters. Michelangelo, that's right. Okay. And then there's the creepy rat guy. Splinter. Splinter. Okay. And Shredder, the bad guy. Oh, that's right. Shredder. April, the girl. Oh. I don't remember her. Yeah. So we had like the original Nintendo and my brother had a Ninja Turtle game that was very 2D. Like you walk along the top and you'd have to go down in a sewer and you'd find pizzas Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where we keep pizza, right? Yes. Yes, but he is going to be fine. And it's crazy. Mm -hmm. But he has his pictures, his five-year-old pictures this weekend. So For school? No, for his. I do one every year on his birthday with his little Oh, shirt. you like pay like to go get legit yeah. pictures. Okay, cool. Yeah. And he's a ham, so he loves it. And he loves the, the girl that does his photos is awesome. And when I booked this year, she was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see his shirt. <laughs> That is a cute shirt, yes. So we do. Last year it was Iron Man. And then Who knew that, that Ninja Turtles would make a comeback with kids? There's a brand new movie. I, just, I knew the movie was coming. Oh. So, he wants a turtle party, so. Cowabunga, dude. I know, right? <laughs> I have super cute imitations that I have to buy today. This is bringing and back then, memories. Yeah. yeah, his birthday is November 5th. And then my stepdaughter will be 18. On November 9th. So, David's getting old. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you didn't produce the 18 year old, yeah. I did not. Now, I'm old enough to be her mother, so I'm, you know, that was a condition of us dating. With old me. enough biologically or old enough by normal procreation standards? <laughs> like, like you, both. You would, okay. I, would, I would have been 20 when she okay, was. Okay, okay, yeah. So, you wouldn't have been like 12 if you had no, her. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, I. <laughs> By not accidental or sad reasons, <laughs> I was old. <laughs> but you're not old like David. David's no, old. No, so he he's been feeling it. Well, so, yeah, I, I was like, pretty soon you get to say you have an adult child. <laughs> he's probably glad. I mean, 18 years is a long time to raise somebody. Yeah, she was talking to us about colleges over the week because she was here this weekend and. She's talking about colleges, and he's just sitting there like... <laughs> Does she know what she wants to do yet? And we, if she don't want to talk about her, we don't have to. That's good. Yeah, she said she wants to be a teacher. And I said, yeah. are you sure? Because... <laughs> not the most well-paid, yeah. Well, it's not even about the pay. It's just teachers do not get enough credit 
at yeah. all. Like my entire, almost my whole family are teachers and growing up, that's what I wanted to be because I, my family was teachers and they were like, make sure you really want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to teachers because man. I, um, speaking of, I'm listening to an excellent book called Impromptu. Amplifying Our Humanity Through AI by Reid Hoffman and, Chat and GPT-4. And last night when I was listening, one of the things it said, this, and I, don't, I didn't go fact check this, right? So I'm not. Um, but it said, one good teacher in the lifetime of a student translates to $50,000 a year in extra income compared to the average person. I believe, one good teacher. Yeah. No, I believe that. Like, Yeah. That's amazing to me. I had I had lots of good teachers, so I should be a millionaire. But I'm I not. know. Right? I'm like, <laughs> I have several teachers. I remember some for good, some for bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you always had the bad ones. Most of mine were like inspiring. Like they got me excited about what we were doing. I had a very cool teacher in high school that taught leadership, and everyone took his class because it was him. He dresses up like Elvis, and he's now so my high school mascot was a sandite. Oh, should I ask ChatGPT? Not a sand mite, a sandite. <laughs> so he now dresses up as Captain Sandite. ChatGPT thinks there's a misunderstanding or a typo. No. Sand, sandite does not appear to be a recognized term or concept. Just ask, where are the sand springs sandite? <laughs> where are the sand springs? Sandites. Sandites. That was our mascot. Is thinking. I believe you may be referring to Sand Spring Sand Dunes. Nope. We stumped Chat GPT. Look at it. Yeah, that. this is located in northeastern Oklahoma. That's still not it. How do you spell Sandite? Because I maybe I'm spelling it wrong. S A N D I T E. Oh, one word. One word. Oh. What is a Sandite? So when I was in college, a couple of my friends went. And we were like, like Israelites live in Israel. <laughs> Sandites with sand springs. It still thinks it's a regional. Yeah, it does not like it. I'm so proud. It I is feel... not a commonly recognized term in the English language. I love it. Sweet. We stumped ChatGPT. I know. I'm still. Fun... I'm not paying for it though. So this is the free version. Yeah, though. Like. Yeah. But... I mean, it has the whole internet at its disposal. Yeah. Supposedly. I know. But it was funny because like on, I was a football trainer because I thought I wanted to do physical therapy as a career. Clearly I did not do that. Um, hey, but we've got a whole like, life left. I know. But we would go to like play people on homecoming because our team was terrible. Like we won three games my entire time in high school. We That's were depressing. <laughs> and so we always played people on their homecomings. And I loved it because I got to see like the floats and the cute dresses for the girls for homecoming and all this stuff and they would always get our mascot wrong and it was just hilarious because they're like to us none of it made sense we we're like what is this and they're like well you know a sand mite i was like we're not a flea like <laughs> well yeah sweet and Love i you. was homecoming queen my senior year Ooh, congrats oh, yeah, thanks and uh when i went to college one of my brother's friends was like it's the queen of the sand fleas and i'm like Is it is it an insult or is it or is it ignorance? No, it's just we heard it so much that we just would be like, "We're not fleas," and our mascot was a Minuteman. So, 
None now of that, it. Made now sense. that is a Civil War reference, right? A Minuteman. Yeah, none of it made sense. Okay. So, Sandites, Minuteman. Just... Maybe they were doing peyote when they came up with their mascots. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> what was which is mascot? which is an Indigenous American reference. Um, <laughs> mine was uh, Eagles, uh, yeah. Naples High School Eagles. Yeah. That's lame. It is a pretty common mascot, I think. Blue and gold yeah. Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was at several high schools, so uh, Laylee was Trojans, so that was, oh, that was ripe with, you know, making oh, fun yeah. of us, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Baron Collier, I didn't go to, to high school there, but I went to summer class there one time, and they were the Cougars, which also, I don't think Cougar was a thing back then. Yeah. Now it would be funny to me, but. Well, maybe it's just like a, as you get older, it becomes funny, because like, I'm sure it's been around. Maybe, I guess. Like yeah. as a high schooler. It's when Justin became aware of it, yeah. There you go. Well, that was like me, what was it that I was wanting to call us? Bears and otters? Yes. <laughs> otters and bears. We'll let, we'll let the audience Google that on their own. Or uh, chat GPT. <laughs> make sure your NSFW filter is turned off. <laughs> Um, hey, I have been dying to ask you a question. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm putting you on the spot. Because I could have messaged you outside of our podcast, but I wanted to put you on the spot. Because I'm, I'm doing something. I'm barreling down a road in my PDI. I haven't talked about it publicly. But I'm curious to what you think um, about if an organization is maintaining applications. Those applications could be in service now, right? It could be hey, we wrote a custom app and we're going to you know, track that, right? But yeah. it could be outside of service now too. You have customers, we have customers who use code repositories yes. to store their applications. And I was thinking, and this is a bit of a selfish question too, isn't a code repository itself a configuration item? Because it can have settings and owners and rules and... Well, I mean... Yeah. Associated with an app. And... The PI is not a physical thing. It could be logical. It could be any representation you want it to be. So, yeah. Okay. The reason I'm asking is because I was like, I've got, like, I'm up to 30 repos in my repo repository. And I'm like, <laughs> I'd love a way to track these and know, like, yeah. what version they're all at. And is this idea that I had related to this one? And so I was thinking, like, could I represent these in the CMDB? <laughs> relate them to apps and stuff like that and so you're nodding yes which makes me feel good because i was yeah because it's not a physical entity it's literally can be logical it can be any of that so that's a logical representation sorry you have to edit that yeah. code <laughs> so yeah. no that makes sense and I, I that's where my head was at and what got me thinking about it was another service now podcast where the host cj and the duke i don't know if you've heard of them <laughs> cj said in his past he had done distribution lists mm -hmm. in the CMDB and then sent out uh, data certifications for them. And I was like, oh, I need to show this on a video. And I was like, that's genius because yeah, that's a configuration item that passes hands and ownership and you know, you have to maintain the members and everything. And you don't, you, you think about what a nightmare it is to manage it, but it's like, oh, you could represent that in the CMDB yeah. and then you can use all the superpowers of yeah. the CMDB. So a couple years ago, I was at a different partner, but this topic actually came back up with one of our current customers. Um, we actually pulled in AD groups, distribution groups, mailboxes, all of that, and stored it in the CDB. And we 
fully automated onboarding. So this was a company that was advanced because they had standard titles, standard packages. And so we built this like really cool, like user-friendly interface where it had the title and then you could distinguish which things they got down to the distribution list they needed to be a part of, down to the AD groups they needed to be oh, a part like of. it's like onboarding. Yes, it was complete automated onboarding. It came in from Workday, it triggered the right package and all went through, but we pulled all that in and stored it in the CMDB because there are actually tables for them out of box. There are tables for groups. Mm-hmm. No, are they there? used to have distribution lists in there, are they not? They even? did? Well, I haven't looked for distribution lists. Okay. Now I'm going to. I went and looked for repos and those weren't there. <laughs> so I was no, like, we fully automated it. It was me and Chris Klosterman, so shout out to Chris, because okay. we worked together at, a pre- at two previous places. And then now, one of our customers, he happens to be on the project, and they brought me in, because I'm a sponsor, and I was like, yes, we can do that. <laughs> like, I've already done this. And they got really excited, so. Well, what appealed to me about the, and this would be the same for groups, but it, the distribution lists, because one, I'd managed them in the past, so I knew what a pain in the butt they were, but two was, automating the certification of them yep. like sending that out and going hey we've got 17 that haven't been certified oh look they don't work here any longer mm-hmm. bye you know, delete yeah. <laughs> or yeah. find to find someone new yeah yeah I oh i love it i was totally expecting to trip you up on the repo question yeah, yeah okay so let me try further <laughs> so when... i am not at gpt <laughs> Oh, I know, I know, I know. I could have asked ChatGPT this, but I've been saving this up for you because um, I thought it would be a good, you know, discussion for people to learn too. But yeah. when there doesn't exist a class in the CMDB, um, you try to find one that has most of the properties you want to track, and then you extend that, right? You yeah. make it a subclass of that class. Is that? I do try and find one that's like I'm not going to make a TV class from servers because that would be weird i try and find one that's like relatable you know because you can extend cmdbci which is the base of all of them right. or just cmdb so you can extend those so unless it's related i extend it from the base and not the class but if it's a subclass like you said then yes okay so you would look at your first choice unless there was an appropriate and i think that's the case with the repos it's yeah. not really an appropriate yeah. existing class, you would go from CMDBCI. Okay. Because yeah. so my background with oil and gas, and we actually tracked our rigs in the CMDB because they weren't discoverable, but we still needed to have the tracking capabilities right. of who's the rig manager, who's the supervisor, what equipment do they have at this location? Like it was very interesting. Yeah. And so I guess the moral of the story for me and for whoever's listening, watching, whatever, that if you need to track it and and relate it to other things mm-hmm. in the CMDB, then that technically qualify, qualifies as a configuration item. You were making a physical logical distinction earlier. What do you mean? Yeah, because yeah, the CIs aren't always physical. Like right. an application okay. can be, log- or business services are logical. They're right. not a physical, this isn't messaging yeah it's a mouse it's a mice it's a magic mouse right it is a magic mouse yes i recognize it yes Yes. um do you have to run no actually okay all right i was gonna roughly end us if we needed if you needed to run but no i'm now i've got that off my chest and now i probably will barrel down the road i was going and and pulling those into my pdi cmdb which means now i've got to back up the cmdb and 
And so you know how now you only get so many tables with your licensing? Yeah. Extending CMBD does not count against them. Ooh. Nice. But don't just store things there because you think it's a free table. Right. <laughs> you can extend those and they don't count against you. And there was something new that came out recently because one of our people told me about it. Um, it was something to do with tables. What is that? One of our people. One of our people. They're mysterious. They only look in the shadows with a little spotlight overhead. <laughs> um, oh, what was it? Was it Query? Was it Query? It was something. It was something cool. Was it on the Friday call? No. It was a one-on-one -on -one call. And it was something that we are now extending this to the CMDB tables. It was a feature outside of the CMDB that they extended to the CMDB. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Not, yeah. not important. Yeah. I know enough about CMDB to be dangerous. That's <laughs> I know enough to know when I, hey, where stuff should go. <laughs> and this one, I was really surprised at, and I Googled this. I was really surprised that no one out there had had anything about repositories in the yeah. CMDB. So I'm going to go for it because. That is kind of surprising, especially with like DevOps. Like yeah. you would think they'd want something. Even ServiceNow's DevOps application doesn't put them in the repo. <laughs> you you associate a business app yeah. with a repository, but it doesn't go in the CMDB. And and mm -hmm. the reason I'm like freaking out about it is because if you, when you set up a repo, there are settings that can change yeah. the deployment of an app. Like if you auto approve yeah. a merge, that's new feature, bam, it's in production, right? Yeah. So. Mm. I haven't done enough with DevOps, but you would think that's where they would tie it all in. Yeah, I, I was fortunate enough to do DevOps before it worked really well. Yeah. <laughs> this is like two years ago. I, I got into it and was doing demos and stuff. And now I went back, David needed it for somebody and I mm -hmm. went back to configure it. I'm like, I have a hundred steps and now it's only 10. What am I going to do? I told David this would take four hours. I've got to make something up. <laughs> Like, I will make it the best demo ever. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to fill up this four hours. No, you should not do that. Don't do that. No. No. <laughs> you under-promised and over-delivered. Or whatever that saying is. Yeah. I think that's right. Something like that. I overestimated. There we go. Yeah. Well, that was my big Allison question. I was going to ask last week, but we had a we had a guest last Surprise week, so I, I held on to it over the weekend. I have plenty to do. Trust me, there was no, no shortage of other work to do. But yeah. um, we should probably wrap up then. I guess keep this yeah. uh, tidy. We had a um, episode. 31. This is episode thirty-two. Thirty-two, like like um, Shaquille O'Neal's <laughs> number thirty-two. That's a sports ball reference, y'all. Betty. <laughs> 32. And Allison, that was my video today, by the way. My uh, my daily YouTube video was the reactions. Oh, well, nice. Yeah. I've been trying to find hidden ones, but I haven't found any. Yeah, there's no hidden ones that I know of. I Google it. I still I love you they... trying to do this. <laughs> and I was. I was, like, flipping my hands around. I'm like, this is uncomfortable. Um... There was something else on the Mac window too. The or you got the background that turns into your screensaver. Have you seen that? I don't think so. So like, on an upgrade, if you go into your 
screens go into your backgrounds, you can pick, like, Sonoma is one that defaulted to, but you can pick these On my phone or on my MacBook? On your Mac. Oh, And what happens is it's your background, and then when your screensaver kicks on, like, the desktop disappears, but your background is still there, but it starts moving. Oh, yeah, no, mine's doing that, because I upgraded that, and I was like, ooh, I'm like a drone. Yes. (laughs) I have, like, three monitors in my office, so I come in, and I'm like, whoa, what's going on in my monitors? Yeah. David's real excited about that you can put widgets now on your desktop. Yeah, I haven't played with that yet. I haven't. Why did that go off? That's the only part I'm not liking is it the unexpected stuff. Yeah. I don't you you kind of did like this, oh, but. That. <laughs> yeah. You could turn them off. There's a little menu yeah, on top. You can turn them off. Um, okay, cool. Any final thoughts that you'd like to share with the universe? Um, I went to Arizona Day last week. Yes. We didn't talk about that last week, did we? No. But it was good. I got people excited about roadmaps. <laughs> roadmaps in service now. Yes. Right? And just general where are we going roadmaps if you don't want to buy licensing to the road. <laughs> so. Wait, say that again? Because like the licensing, isn't it with an APM for roadmaps? Yeah, SPM, yeah. Yeah, and SPF I was Pro, like, I think. you don't want to buy the licensing. And all the sales guys were like throwing daggers. I'm like, I'm just saying. If it's not part of your roadmap until phase three, then we can put them in when we get there. <laughs> but there's a place you can put them in. Can you? Not without SPM that I've seen. Because I looked. Because I was going to demo it. And I was like, well, I don't want to demo something that requires licensing when this is a non-technical topic. So, yeah, it's true. I talked about it and how it could be stored there, like future state, but that it wasn't necessary to purchase licensing. And that's when all the sales yeah, guys are one even more. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Well, the, the fact is, we live in the real world with customers who have budgets and, yeah, they can't afford everything. And, and I'll be the first crit- to criticize ServiceNow. Like, it. It seems like from a customer's perspective, anytime you try to do anything, it's, oh, that's a license. Oh, that's a license. Yes. So. The approver licenses are the only ones that still bug me. I can get past the others, but the approval license just drives me insane. It's My, so nickel and dimey. Like, you've already got the user account. Yeah. The, yeah. Where, where I first started using ServiceNow, the CIO pushed back on that as well. And he's like, include them. I'm not paying for them. And I did. Oh. Well, and for a while they were like, as long as they're just using email, it doesn't count. And now they're even doing audits on that. And that's honestly the only license that drives me insane. It truly is. It is the only one that I'm like, guys, really? Like, if we need someone's manager to be an approver, like, how am I going to know that their particular manager or supervisor or whatever has? It makes my life hard. Yeah. It makes our customers' lives hard. Yeah, which tr- translates to you because your customers are like, yes. we're paying you I guys to. I'm like, I didn't make the rules. <laughs> I'm just a messenger. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, I, I, I echo that. Yes. Uh, and like I said, that's the only one. The table extension kind of bothers me, but I've had less issues. They've kind of changed that one because sometimes we just need a table to store data to make things easy and... I, you should check it again because they've kind of gotten skimpy on them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I got asked one about SPM and I think yeah. it was limited to five. I was like, really? Five? 
for SPM. <laughs> yeah, because you think about every artifact on a project of like you could possibly extend because yeah. you don't want to customize out of the box tables. And so you would extend them by best practice, right? Those are my only two pet peeves. <laughs> well, congratulations on Arizona Day. I hope Arizona enjoyed Allison's presence. Mine was short and sweet and to the point. Was it warm? In Arizona? Mm -hmm. yeah. It felt really good in the evenings, but it was warm during the day. So. Phoenix. Is that what you were? Phoenix? Scottsdale. But Scottsdale. I think all the same thing. Oh, I man. Scottsdale's where golf is, I think. I don't know. It's like, it was like nine minutes from the airport where I was staying. Oh, sweet. So, but it had a Scottsdale address. So. I asked David because he lived there for twelve years, and he was yeah. like, "Yeah, it's all kind of the same thing." <laughs> I, <was> like, okay. <laughs> I didn't know he lived there that long. Yeah, yeah. We try and go back because I love Flagstaff. I, have I been to Arizona? I don't think I've been to Arizona. It's Lourdes, Las Vegas. That's Nevada. Yeah, Not Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Justin's not great on geography, everybody. <laughs> That's why ChatGPT is over there. He doesn't have a globe. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really don't have a globe. Um, I love geography, but yeah, I, I just learned about Canada three years ago, four years ago. So like that it existed. What I knew it existed, but I didn't know a lot of people live there like I do now. Like wow, yeah, large Canadian. Coming to work here, I've learned about Canada. So and me they learned about me. I never been to Canada until I worked here. So yeah. We have a big footprint there, so that's... Now I've been to Toronto, and I've been to Montreal. Montreal is there in Quebec, right? Yes, and they speak French. Even, like, the signs are in French. That's right. I remember you, uh, yes. Yeah. But I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I would be very lost <laughs> if I was there. I just know wee oui, wee. Oui. That's all I know. <laughs> I know bonjour. <laughs> or bonjour. I guess I knew that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, before you sign off, there were no four-legged creatures today. Are they off? Oh, they're outside because David's outside. outside because okay. it's so nice out. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, God, it was 35 this morning. It was, it was frost this morning. Yeah, it was. Let's see what was it this morning. It was 43 this morning. Okay, so you guys got it too then. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, happy October Day, yeah. Indigenous Peoples Day, and cool. Columbus Ruined the World Day. So... <laughs> Exactly. We'll Small see you on the next one. All right. All right. Take care. Bye.